Welcome to the Unsophisticated Palate, a podcast about all things wine, beer, and spirits. Each week, join us on our journey as we drink and delve into different alcohol-related topics. I'm Mark. And I'm Don. Cheers. Cheers. That was a good clink. <laughs> and drink. So, Don, welcome. You're the first time on here. Thank you. Um, why, as you know, first time we have anybody on, we like to delve into their relationship with alcohol, <laughs> if you will. So, uh why don't you tell us a little bit about yours? Well, in my case, it would actually be a lack thereof. Okay. <laughs> um, was not a drinker in my younger years. Not that I'm extremely old, but whatever. Um, I had a boss that used to like to go out. He would he took us out to a high-end restaurant. Um, bottom line, had a wine that all I knew about it was, it was called a Pinot Noir. And it went really, really well as telling me really that with my chocolate cake. And mm-hmm. I thought, you know, I like this. It was the first wine that I actually thought, wow, that's not bad. Mm-hmm. So, you know, when you got into all this stuff and I was like, you know what? I would love to try to find that again. Cause ever since I just, I really just don't like wine or yeah. so I thought. Mm-hmm. So I'm like, okay, I'm willing to try this again and figure it out. So I like that. Well, so you're kind of where I was at the beginning of my journey. Very much so. <laughs> yes, yes. Where I, it took a while. I finally found that wine that I liked. Right. And then the question is, how do I find it again? How do I find more? Yes. <laughs> and how do I get that? Yes. So your memory, and this was several years ago. Oh right? my goodness. Oh yeah. Okay. I'm going to say over maybe 20 years ago. Okay. So yeah. it's been a little it's, bit. It's been a little while. <laughs> Just it's been a, a while. Been a minute. But, I, but I, I, it was so good that I remember it to this day, like going, it was good. Yeah. Well, so today we're going to do something a little different. We're going to talk about Pinot Noir. Okay. And uh, and that is, by the way, how you say it. I actually looked that up. <laughs> I didn't even think of that. That's a good point. <laughs> yes. <laughs> I'm like, Pinot Noir is, is how you say it. And I, I've kind of always said it that way, and I've heard it said that way, but a lot of times... You know, people butcher, me included, mm-hmm. the names of wine. There's nothing worse than a Merlot <laughs> um, or, or any of those things when you go to places. Um, so I wanted to make sure it's correct. So it is a Pinot and it is no emphasis on either, although some people may go Pinot, or, um, but it's Pinot Noir. I did find out, and I'd always kind of wondered, I knew Noir was black right. in France. French, France, French. <laughs> Pinot, Pinot Noir was black in French. I, I know I the languages. Too. Yes. Go us. Uh, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> um, but Pinot, I never really understood what the Pinot was. So the Pinot actually is from the French word for pine, which is because the grapes are, they're tightly clustered in kind of a cone shape, like a pine cone shape. And <laughs> um, that's, and, and then the, the, the grapes themselves are very dark in color. So thus a Pinot Noir. Yeah. I just thought that was fun. That is cool. <laughs> so what we're doing today, though, is we have three different Pinot Noirs, and we're going to kind of do a, let's talk about Pinot and what Pinot Noir is. And Pinot Noir is often referred to just as Pinot. And then... But there is a white wine that has a Pinot. Too. Yes. Um, let's let's dive into that. So okay, there's, I'm sorry. No, no, no. Let's do it. I like that. Um, so there's a Pinot Noir... There's a Pinot Gris and a Pinot and a Pinot Grigio and a Pinot Blanc. So if they say just Pinot, just Pinot, they're talking about red wine. Generally, when someone's saying Pinot, it's a Pinot Noir. It's the red wine. It's your 
basic Pinot Noir that everyone's used to drinking. Okay. Um, it's usually, if it's anything different, then they will put the Pinot Grigio, Pinot Gris, whatever it's going to be on there. Okay. And I may be getting those pronunciations wrong because yeah. I didn't look those up. <laughs> That's because we're not doing it on that. <laughs> well, that said, though, there are mutations of the same grape. So it's oh. technically the same grape, just different color variations. So um, that's how you can, so, so if you are drinking those, it's essentially, again, the same grape, very similar profile, flavor profile, but the um, color of the grapes are different. So the colors of the wines are gonna be a little different. Okay. And then the colors of the wines, not to get too deep, and it, because I'm gonna get further than I can, <laughs> uh, but that the, the color of the wine and dark skins are what, bring in the tannins and bring in the different flavors. So the right. lighter color is going to have less tannins. So even though it's the same grape, it's going to have a slightly different flavor profile. Did that sound like I knew what I was talking it, about? Very much so. Woo! You were <laughs> All right. Okay. So we're testing. And so we have these yes. three um, Pinot Noirs. And this is a? The first one we're e uh, eating. The first one we're <laughs> drinking. Know, where's our chocolate cake? I, hey, yeah. I didn't think that went through all the way. <laughs> um, so this is Erath. It is an Oregon Pinot Noir. Um, they are, in, in again, from what I know, Erath is actually the family name. I thought it was a variation on the word earth, um, right. but it's actually a family name. And uh, this one as, tends to be a, uh, this is a light Pinot. So there's, you can have Pinots tend to be light to medium, and you can have some, and, and there's more bolder, darker kind of Pinots coming out these days, but they tend to be a light to medium wine, which is why, a lot of people tend to like them because they, they have a lighter flavor profile. So this is one of the lighter of the Pinots. So that's the, we always you know start light and move towards darker. And so we're starting with the Erath. As my palate expands and then I can Well, and if you on. start with the darker flavor, mm -hmm. like, like a stronger flavor, mm -hmm. and then you go towards a, a lighter or, or less strong flavor, if you will, that that strong flavor is what your mouth's going to remember, right? right? So, and it's going to be harder to appreciate that as opposed to starting with the light. You can appreciate the light for the light, and the medium for the medium, and then the and so on and so on. Yes. Okay. Bold for the bold. Got it. So that is what we're drinking, and so tell me your thoughts about it a little bit. You did say it was pretty good. Now, this is your first glass of wine or Pinot in a long time, I think. A yes. very long time. I was I was surprised. Um, telling you, I I, I was trying to get into the whole alcohol thing last night to prepare myself. And my daughter made me something with vodka that I, it just was like rubbing alcohol. <laughs> so I was half expecting, I'm like, okay, I'm waiting for that alcohol, not just feeling, but you know, taste, the, the, the taste, the, yes, the yeah. out the, the, through the nose and the whole bit. And this just didn't have it. I was, I was, I could actually taste something to it. Now I'm sure I'm not nope. good enough yet to be able to identify what's in there, but I actually had flavor versus alcohol, if that makes any sense. No, that makes perfect sense. And and I was the same way. And, and that's kind of, again, it, it probably tastes a lot like a red wine. But again, you're noticing it, it's a it, little yeah. maybe smoother than some of what you've had. And I keep saying, I'm trying to, I'm trying to think. Because so in my stuff, I was finding, I, I was reading the primary flavors that I found was cherry, raspberry, mushroom. Yep. And vanilla. Yeah. Mushroom, they tend to be, ew. They tend to be earthy and it's not... And the, the thing is, everybody tastes what they taste out of wine, right? Okay. So not, if, if you don't taste mushroom, that's okay. If you taste orange, that's okay. But um, though they tend to be different flavors. How do, how do I tell? Well, and I that's what time. I'm eyes closed. 
I'm focusing on it and I still, I don't know what I'm tasting. And that's okay because that comes with time. So, and, and for me, again, I could taste red wine, I could taste white wine and I, a distinct difference, but I could tell very little between the red wine. So it's, it's, it's once you kind of find a wine you like, and that's maybe we'll find one today. <laughs> um, and if not, then, then at least you're a little closer. At least, you know, Hey, maybe Pinots are for me and I should try other Pinots. Um, and then once you find that one that you like, then you try to find more like it. And then you start to notice the difference. And it's because you're paying attention, I think, a little bit. And because, like anything else, because you've tried several, right? I mean, the right. first time you, I don't know, trying to think of something, see the color <laughs> green, I don't know, or lemonade. First time you try lemonade, you're like, you may not like it because it's maybe a very sour lemonade or maybe a very sweet lemonade and your palate's a little different. But as you try different lemonades and you start to realize, oh, these are the lemonades I, I like, like versus those ones. And But at first, they all taste like lemonade right right or, or very very similar so i guess it's a taste like lemon yeah the strangest thing right <laughs> <laughs> and so you get, that's the best analogy maybe i could come up with ish um so on that but but that's kind of think how you kind of you, you get there so okay a little bit what we're doing today there should be a little bit of a difference between these as you try them and you may kind of sit there and go like and and, and that's part of the idea behind this and maybe you won't notice a difference and that's okay too but we'll go from here so this is the lighter one this is the simpler one, okay. and, uh, uh, and and kind of that E-Rath. Okay. So, um, while we're enjoying a little bit of this one, mm -hmm. um, we can talk a little bit more about the the Pinot. And actually, let's probably should have started with this. <laughs> <laughs> but what Pinot Noir actually is. Um, and, it's a and wine. It's a wine. <laughs> it is, but actually, Go me! It's a name and named after the grape. So, it is a type of grape. So... Just like you have a Cabernet Sauvignon, that is the name of a grape. A Merlot is the name of a grape. Chardonnay is the name of a grape. And in the United States, that's how they're labeled. Now, it gets a little more confusing when you go over to Europe because they name it by the region. It can be any number of grapes from that region. But from here, that's generally what you see on the bottle. So the Pinot Noir is a grape. And as we mentioned, one of the things that makes it different is that it clusters, right? Mm -hmm. It's in these tight cone-shaped clusters. It also has a little bit darker color, and it also has a thinner skin. Um, so the skin on the grape is thinner than like a Cabernet or a lot of the other ones. And part of what that kind of tends to do is it gives it a lighter tannin. So it kind of, again, it's a mellower, lighter, easier to drink red wine than many others, which is why, again, I think a lot of people like it. And what I've read is it, it tends to be a very safe wine to serve groups, or, or just people in general, if you don't know what wine to get somebody, a Pinot <laughs> kind of works because it, it's it's that mellower palate. Nice. So I was trying to read up too, and I found out that there's 16 unique different types of grapes, mm -hmm. Pinot Noir grapes, mm -hmm. and they can use they can use the different grapes in one bottle. Mm -hmm. Yes, they can. Um, generally. Again, if it's a Pinot, then it's it's probably from a vineyard, and it's, so it's probably the same, same grape, but they may use actually variations of those grapes. And part of that depends on the growing region, too. So, like, the, the, the variety that you're going to grow in Oregon, like what we're drinking right. here now, is going to be slightly different from what you might grow in the Central Valley, California Central Valley, and Central Coast, which is we're going to be drinking next, or in... France or, or other places. So, cause some of them are going to hold up better against cold or rain or wet or, or different seasons. And so there, but that said, there can be 
either a mix of them or they can just say, hey, this is the version that works for us that we really like. And so we're just going to go a whole bunch oh. of that. <laughs> Be done. And go. Yes. <laughs> so that's kind of, uh, so that's it. And I used to not think that I was, you know, drink. I didn't think that I liked Pinot's. And I don't know why. Because it stained your teeth? Well, red wine would do that. <laughs> but no, I just didn't think it was my favorite grape. I always thought I liked other things. And then one day I was going through my, my cellar and I noticed I have a whole lot of Pinot in here. <laughs> and it's because I bought it because I liked it. <laughs> so I'm like, maybe I do like Pinot. <laughs> and so we'll go from there. So let's, should, should we go into the next one? Let's do it. Okay. okay. So this is a caretaker, caretaker wines. It is a Pinot Noir. They just, that's all they call it. doesn't seem to have an additional name other than Caretaker Wines. Yeah, and it's from Santa Maria Valley. It's on the central coast in California. Uh, this one actually gives us a few notes. So we were talking about things to think about or look at. Well, actually, let's, let's, let's have some fun here. Okay. I'm going to pour a little bit of this. Okay. And then we'll see if you taste anything or, or kind of what your thoughts or feelings are. Okay. And then, based on that, we'll see. I hope you guys can hear that pouring. Good sound. <laughs> Good sound. <laughs> um, and... Spilling it all over. We got to do one on just how to pour wine because it runs all <laughs> down the bottle. Anyway, so uh, then we'll read some of the notes on the back and see if that matches up with some of what you were tasting. So, okay. no pressure. Oh, no pressure. Cheers. <laughs> we're not supposed to drink at the same time. Oh, are we not? Oh, actually, that's true. Huh? <laughs> that's all right. We've learned that awkward drinking pauses are are just a part of the show <laughs> because one must drink. <laughs> so, what did you think of this one? Does it taste the same? Okay. okay. No, that's fine. That's <laughs> fine. Um, I can actually taste this one. This one's a little bit darker, um, stronger flavor to it. It's a similar taste, just a little bit darker, stronger. And here's here. Let's try this too to see if this. Oh, go ahead, please. I don't feel it as rough on the tongue. It almost feels smoother though, too. Mm -hmm. Yes, it's got, it has a, a, a. And that's the tannins. It's got a little more tannins. Yes, this one has more tannins because it's this is a medium. Very good. <laughs> She's doing the happy dance. <laughs> uh, this one has the the uh, more tannins in it, and that that is going to give it that little bit smoother taste. It's it's a little less sweet, a little less um, tart. Definitely less sweet. Yes. Awesome. Okay. So now let's try this too. Yeah. Get the nose in there, and and give it a smell, and that's going to help too because a lot of taste is associated with smell, um, and so sometimes too before you even drink, and this is another way to kind of start to develop the difference is get the nose in there and give it a good smell and and don't be afraid to like again stick the nose in and just give it i mean i probably wouldn't do that in a restaurant but here it's okay <laughs> but in a restaurant get the nose in there and and give it a nice breathe in and then kind of do that a couple times and one of the things that i've kind of learned or, or found along the way is then take a moment to stop and think about it and like what did I smell? Because I think that's the other thing that a lot of us do. We, we smell it and then we drink it and we never stop to think like, what, and, and you notice right now, when you stop to think about it, that's when you notice, hey, this is smoother. This is a little bit because you stopped to think. To think. But I'm trying to think about, you know, when I, when I was reading it, I said, okay, they, they say the flavors tend to be cherries, vanilla, what was it, mushrooms, there was something else, I think. Or raspberry, maybe. Vanilla. Uh, yeah. Yeah. Why? So am I supposed to be thinking about those flavors, or am I coming up with my own flavor? You come like, up with your own. That's what somebody who tasted this wine, probably the winemaker, that's what they tasted. And they okay. might have said this, or a couple people said this, 
And, and they went like, oh, yeah, you're right. Oh, yeah, you're wrong, you know, or, or oh, I taste this. Oh, yeah, whatever. So they kind of probably came to agreement on that. Okay. But that does so not I can mean, make my own opinion. That's awesome. 100%. <laughs> and, and everybody is not going to taste the same thing in mine. Because, I mean, our taste buds aren't the same. Our right. experiences aren't the same. Right. So if you don't taste that, that's okay. okay. If you taste something different, um, that's fine, too. And, and, like, some of the things, like, it says vanilla. The vanilla is generally often going to come from the barrel that it's in. So depending if it was a not put it if it was put in a steel barrel, you may not get that at all. If it was a, a more neutral barrel, one that's been used, you may not get that. Versus one that's you know spent um, a lot of time in a new barrel. So a lot of that's going to change. So this one says um, what you might be getting out of it is an aroma. So that's on the nose a right. um, black cherry, plum, and macerated strawberry. All right, not just strawberry, but <laughs> macerated. macerated. <laughs> I'm like. Again, this is why you you read it, and that's interesting. But you, I mean, they get a little extreme. I think with some of this, it's it's not just strawberry, but macerated. And and I'm sure there is a difference in the smell between a regular strawberry that you just said. But still, I mean, come on. So let's with that in mind, I actually can now note a little strawberry scent to it. I don't know if you do, and it's okay if you don't. <laughs> I, I smell can... red wine. Okay, <laughs> and that's all right, and that's all right. And so let's see the taste. Um, Clove and nutmeg on the palate, and you may or may not get that. I'm not getting any clove or nutmeg okay. myself, um, but that's just again that's. Yeah, but see, I'm not getting the alcohol. I'm just smelling. And I still remember when I was like, oh yeah, I kind of get that, and then you get a little bit more, and you get it's like I was told about meditation and and you know all that is like you know you get this brief moment of zen, like this this like tiny little bit, and you're like, oh that's it, and then maybe the next time you get a little bit more. A little bit more until eventually you can kind of get it find your center and stay there hopefully a while you know and it's the same thing with this you just got to have a little bit and then also you get a hint and you're like oh okay that time i actually got it and then it may be a while before you get it again and then <laughs> and whatever so you, it, it's just experience honestly like anything else in this in this world right experience so let's talk a little bit more um about the grape itself and that is, it has a reputation for being very difficult to grow and ferment. And that is because they're tightly clustered. So a lot of the other grapes aren't right next to each other. So if they're right next to each other, if one gets a little bit of mold or rot or something on it, it's much more likely all the other grapes in that bunch are going to. Whereas if they're a little bit further apart, you can have a couple go bad and not affect the whole bunch. That's why these grapes are more expensive. Yes, that's one reason they tend to be a little more expensive is because they're harder to grow um, and they're and then not just grow, but ferment because it's a very, again, the light skin, the light tannins, a lot of that make it a much more difficult wine to work with. So great Pinot, like you probably had <laughs> that one time, are a little bit more rare and harder to find. A good Pinot, a dime a dozen, there's a lot of them out there. It's one of the most popular wines and most common wines used. But to get that really, really good one is rare, much more rare than with the other grapes because not only do you have to have all that growing go right, but then the fermenting and, and really getting the right balance of the tannins and the and the amount of fermentation, fermentation, <laughs> words are hard, <laughs> amount of uh, fermentation to get um, not too much sugar, not too much, not too dry, not too sweet, and all that other fun stuff. It tends to be a, a fruitier wine, uh, a little bit lower in alcohol um, than most others. Again, that's 
all of these are generalities. There's always mm-hmm. exceptions. But, uh, and it's because a lot of this, it's not super dry, it's not super sweet. Again, it tends to be a lighter to medium, very neutral kind of flavor. Again, that's one reason why it can appeal to a lot of people, but it's also very easy to pair with chocolate cake. Chocolate cake. <laughs> <laughs> um, but being a red wine, but, but it's a lighter red wine, so you can get away with it with like, you know, maybe some chickens or some other things, which you may not, but you can also get away with it with a steak or whatever. So it, that's it's, what I had it with was steak. Yeah, yeah, and it's got a little bit more broad uh, ability to to pair. So that's another plus in the uh, Pinot Noir column. <laughs> I think one of the other reasons why it tends to be such a popular wine. Now you've got an empty glass. I've got to finish mine. Slacker. Sorry. Okay, we're moving on <laughs> to the Miomi, uh, or I like I, I like to say Miomai. Um, it's Miomi, and this is in the one in uh, Monterey County. Uh, and this is actually one of the ones I really like. Uh, just in general, it's fairly inexpensive, um, but it's a That's fairly... That's screw top. No, no. <laughs> you can have expensive screw tops, but correct. <laughs> a good go-to Pinot for me, it's, it's not super expensive. It's about, I don't know, I'm going to say the price and it's going to be different, but 20-ish a bottle, plus or minus. Not bad. Um, yeah, and, but it tends to be pretty good. So when I'm in the mood for a Pinot... And I don't see anything else on the shelf that's jumping out at me. I tend to jump on this one. This does tend to be more of a medium uh, medium body. So we're kind of sticking with that. Um, that's helpful because I told you, I was, I was trying to get really in them. I went to, what's that store? Um, wine. Total Wine. Total Wine. I love Total oh Wine. Oh my gosh, you could get lost in there. Yes. yes. And all I wanted to do was like, I just want to try a, a Pinot Noir. And it's mm-hmm. just, it, it, it seemed like there was a whole entire section yes now they do tastings and they i think they do them by grape sometimes so look on the calendar schedule they also have and this is you know throwback to numerous episodes find a friend yeah and you can find that they have a lot of friends there (laughs) i love making total wine friends um and so you can go up to them and say, I'm looking for a Pinot. You can even tell them, I don't have a lot of experience. I had this I one I was too once. shy. I know I've heard you guys say that a million times, but it's just, it's it's intimidating. It can be. It definitely can be. And I get that. But it's, it's you know, it, you just kind of got to get over it because that's, if, like this, if you want to learn, you can't be afraid to ask. It's just like school, just like a lot of other things. You know, I guarantee you they've had much dumber questions <laughs> <laughs> and they've had people much worse off and and so um who know even less so i just go in there and say this is what i got and they the thing i love about them and there may be other places that do this i don't know but the thing i love about them is if they recommend a wine to you and you don't like it you can bring it back and they will replace it with something else another good reason to find a friend there is because and then you can go in and tell them this is why i didn't like it or and and you and you don't have to use wine terms that's the other thing i think a lot of people yeah. worry about is like you i'm sitting here trying to describe this and i'm like eh. i'd like a fruit and bowl <laughs> no no you don't have to do that you know it's a little uh, light on the tannins or well, no no you just go in and say i like a red wine i i kind of you know i had a pinot once I, I ate it with a steak and a chocolate cake, cake and it was really good a chocolate cake is important yes let's get that in there right oh it's crucial crucial <laughs> um and and you just kind of say this was kind of my experience this is kind of what i remember of it um and you'd be amazed how they can connect those dots to get you to something good. So, um, I know you guys have said that, but it's still embarrassing. But it, I, I will try. Okay, so okay. we're gonna taste this one. This is the Miomi. 
Oh, cheers. Cheers. And okay. then Volpe. Miomi from Monterey, California. Monterey, California. What you kind of give it a I thought? like that. Okay. It's good. I like that. There's something in there. I don't know, but I like that. Okay. Now, you may also, this is something to be aware of, like smell, it. Smell, smell. Because we're... A couple, well, I guess these oh, aren't full yeah. drinks. These are just tasters, <laughs> everybody, true. by the that's way. True. We're not on our third full <laughs> glass. <laughs> um, but the more you drink, the more they get. But this one is a little sweeter. It's a little bit um, actually uh, bolder than, it's a stronger medium. It's it's uh, a little fruitier. I was going to say, I can. I think I can, I won't be able to identify it, but I, I, I swear I can smell, I thought I tasted it, but now I'm just trying to smell it. More fruit, more berry. Yes, yes, much more berry in this one. This one's much fruiter. So see, I, boom, you started on the first one, and you're like, okay, that was good. Start the second one, yeah, it's red wine. And by the third one, you're saying, hey, <laughs> I'm drunk, and I don't care, and hey. it's just good. No, but <laughs> <laughs> no, you're saying, hey, I can sense I some can, berry. Uh, yeah. And so, again, that's experience, and, and sometimes having them side by side. That's why I love when you can go places and they have flights of wine. Always look for flights um, because they'll they'll bring a few different kinds and then you can taste them side by side and have that experience. And that's one of the ways I, again, because rather than drinking these full glasses of wine or, or going wine tasting, you're in an area where you can do that. And that's another place that the, the hosts behind the counter or whatever it is, wherever it is, they will fill you. They'll talk you through some of that. They'll help you taste it. They'll help you kind of smell it. And, and you, again, can ask them questions and not feel stupid. stupid. But... Now that this one, this seems to be your favorite of them. Yeah. So the key is, is exactly what you're doing. You look at the bottle. You can take a picture of it, <laughs> um, whatever it may be. And then you uh, find out what are the characteristics. So this one's from Monterey. It's, you know, and it, there'll be some details on there. What is the region? It may sometimes mention the kind of soil it was grown in or the elevation or whatever. So you just start gathering information like that. And the next time you're in the store, you can go to the Miomi. And be very happy, or you can say, "I want to try something different. Let me find something in a similar region that way." And is this telling me that it's got different grapes from different locations? Yeah. So on the back it says Monterey County is fifty-six percent, Santa Barbara County is twenty-six percent, and Sonoma County is eighteen percent. So this is a blend of Pinot Noir grapes, and it may be different of those different sixteen types, and they're bringing them in from those three regions. Okay. And a lot of times they'll do that to get like like this one. They they want just that right balance, right? So if I wanted to go find this mm -hmm. wine again, because I'm like I like this. It says vintage 2017. So should I pay attention to the year too? Um, you can. Most wineries do their best to kind of keep their wine consistent year okay. to year, but whether uh, sure. you know all sorts of different things are going right. to going to change that. Um, when that happens, I mean, it, you know, you may see some variation, and that's another fun thing to do. And I've had the same wine, but over three or four different years or, or a big spread, and you taste this one and taste this one taste this one. There's a place in Detroit, I think it is, called Flights, actually, I think it is. And they will do the same one, but over years. So you can kind of see how not only does it taste year to year, but how it might age as well. So here's how it tastes when it's 10 years old versus 5 years old versus 2 years old or whatever it may be. So you want to pay some attention to that, but also, too, that's where you can take a picture of the label. And when you go find your friend, <laughs> um, you say, hey, I had this. This was really good. And, and again, even if you can't get enough information from it yourself um, on the bottle to say, I want something from similar regions, this, that, and the other thing, you can tell them, I, I really like this and I would want more of it. But I'd also like 
what else is like this or similar? Right. And then you may like it even more, or you may like it less. And and again, it's kind of like it's. I, I think I said this before, but it's kind of like you know your eye doctor. <laughs> number one, number, number two, two. <laughs> number one, number two, number two, number three. <laughs> and and it's so it's kind of like that. And you just kind of keep comparing your wines and, and going down there, and you're going to find like, oh, this is really really good. And after you get some comfort with the Pinots, then you can start saying, okay, now I'm going to try a different grape. And you may try it and go like. Nope, not for me. <laughs> or you may try and go like, okay, that was good. But again, remember, all the grapes are going to have a spectrum, right? Mm-hmm. And so go, and, and but you're going to know from the Pinots, maybe I like a little bit of the stronger ones. So maybe I'll go, maybe a stronger one is good. Oh, no, maybe, maybe this is just a stronger grape. So I want a, a lighter version of it. And you just start playing around. And then you can start finding, and you know, nobody's going to like, well, maybe some people like all the grapes, but most people have a few. And it's good to have a few so that you got some variation, right? Mm-hmm. So that you got, you know, you don't always, you're not always drinking Miomi Pino um, or anything like that. Not so. that there's anything wrong with that. Not at all. <laughs> Especially if you like it, you <laughs> drink what you like. That's right. Some more fun facts and while we're on it. Um, the Pinot Noir grape is also very commonly I'm used just, these I'm days. Little, I'm shocked. I'm just shocked. This is, I was hoping that we'd find one. I was afraid we'd find you wouldn't like any of them, which would still be okay. But I'm very pleased that we found one that you liked and, uh, and you can spend a little more time with and go from there. But... Pinot Noir grape is also used for champagne a lot these days. As we've talked about on other episodes, the difference kind of, a lot of grapes are similar. The difference between a red wine and a white wine is how long it sits with the skins, right? right. So for a champagne, you can just take the, take, get, take the juice straight away. Don't let it mm-hmm. sit with the skins. And, and it's the basis for a lot of champagnes these days. So it's a very versatile grape. And also uh, what is kind of a fun thing is the movie Sideways. Some people may have seen it. It was in 2004-ish, 2003-2004, it, where, where they really talked about the Pinot Noir grape the whole time, and they were on the quest for the perfect Pinot, <laughs> and it was like this, this whole thing, and it was a metaphor for his life. I mean, all sorts of stuff kind of going on in there, but that, that movie uh, increased Pinot sales by 16%. Wow. Because everybody went, wow, I got to try this. This sounds good, and, and it really... Um, kind of drove their sales. At the same time, they talked a little bit of crap about Merlot. Oh. <laughs> and, but fortunately, they only saw, I think it was a 2 or 3% dip in sales <laughs> in Merlot. <laughs> so it's kind of interesting how these things can drive. And actually, the, the Pinot grape has become increasingly more popular. A lot of people point back to about that time and even that movie as kind of the turning point to introducing a lot of people to it who maybe shied away from it before, because again, it can be a little bit of a difficult grape and there can be a big variation from the lighter to this, the, the more strong side of medium, kind of like we're drinking here. And this one, yeah, because this doesn't say much on the bottle. Yeah, and that and that does make it difficult. Now there are some I've seen, they have the little scale on the back and you can look at it and you can go like, oh, it's boom here. Oh, it's, you know, it's sweeter. It's this, it's that. It kind of shows you where it may sit on the spectrum. Um, but this one obviously did not do that. One or two more fun facts that I'll throw out and then see if you have anything else. Um, but the, the grape actually originated from Burgundy, France. Um, I always like to say France. I don't know why. <laughs> I, I took French for three years. Does it sound so, so proper? Yes. yes. Well, I took French for three years. That probably is the only thing I walked away from it with is the ability to say uh, France. Um, anyway, in Burgundy, France. Um, and then the grape kind of has, has come over and, again, gained a lot of popularity um, in the United States, especially in Oregon. And, and because it's a 
it's, it likes the colder climates um, and the longer cold seasons. And so it does very well up there, the wetter seasons as yeah, well. Yeah, we definitely don't have that. Yeah, no. which is why I'm surprised that I like something then from Monterey. Well, but see, Monterey has, it, and that's kind of some of the difference. So the, the Oregon Pinot was a lighter one. They have a lot more rain. The grapes tend to grow a little bit bigger. Um, and so they, they're not as strong. They're a little sweeter, a little bit bigger, a little bit less concentrated in flavor. Whereas you get into Monterey, it's hotter, warmer, yeah. and Santa Barbara as well. I mean, all of that's hotter, warmer. You get some of the cool fog kind of coming in or whatever, which helps the grapes grow. Um, but they tend to be smaller, more concentrated grapes. And so you're going to get a little bit stronger, more medium-bodied um, Pinot. So that's where the regions kind of make a difference. And, and again, some of the grape variations as well. But yeah, so that's just fun. And on August 18th, you should crack open a bottle because that is Pinot Noir Day. <laughs> really? Yes. I'm going to put that on my calendar. <laughs> I think you're going to have a bottle of Miomi <laughs> if you haven't discovered something better by then. August 18th. August 18th. I love it. All right. So anything else uh, you have to add or throw out there? And... No. Okay. Well, you don't need to. It's not mandatory. <laughs> it is all good. So um, great. Well, thank you for coming on today. And uh, well, thank you so much for having me and, and my lack of knowledge. But this was so much fun and, and delicious. Yes. And it's a fun journey. And that's the whole thing. It's, it's, it is a journey. It's an ongoing, long journey. And that's, and like I said, it's fun and exciting for me because, you know, I was where you are not that long ago. And it's, it makes me feel like I can. I can. I can do this. Anybody honestly can. It's just you need a little time, a little experience, and, and the willingness to test and experiment and taste something and not like it and be okay with it and go up and make a friend. You know, some, some of those things are difficult, and I get it. They're a little hard. But if, you know, with those, you really, really can. You can also drink wine. <laughs> <laughs> so the wine industry now loves me for that one. Um, anyway, so... For a summary of what we talked about, ideas for future topics, questions, feedback, input, um, you can reach out to us at the contact link on the unsophisticatedpalette.com. Dot com. And <laughs> someone's seen too many commercials. Um, and then uh, uh, definitely subscribe to the podcast. Give us a good rating, please. Uh, if you like us, if you don't, then share why so we can fix it. Um, don't give us a bad rating, just don't share why. And then until next time, definitely please drink responsibly. Cheers. Cheers. I really like that.